Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Mark Metry. He's the best-selling author of Screw Being Shy, global top 100 humans 2.0 podcast host. He's on Amazon Prime's The Social Movement, and he's a speaker. Mark, welcome to our show. Christopher, thank you so much for having me, man. So I love your profile picture on LinkedIn because it just has this really cool branding, like global top 100 podcast, humans 2.0 with headphones over a colorful brand. It's really, really, really cool. I'm always curious about names and why people choose their names. So why did you choose to call your podcast humans 2.0? Yeah, man, absolutely. So I started my podcast in 2017 and the whole kind of name for Humans 2.0 was just of this model of my own thinking that came from my own life. And personally for me, uh, in 2015, I kind of felt like I was in my my own version of rock bottom. I was uh, overweight. Uh, I had always had pretty severe social anxiety my entire life. I was socially isolating myself. I uh, had substance abuse, was definitely depressed and was even suicidal. And just like through, through the months and years, I was eventually able to climb out of that and just really be the person who I've always wanted to be my entire life. But I've always felt these forces holding me back. And so I remember just going for a run one day in 2017 and just kind of coming up with this kind of model. And I originally came from uh, like a computer science background and like from software and I always thought like, you know, on your computer, on your phone, there's always, you know, software version 1.0. That's like what you just start, end up starting out with. But you can hit update and you can upgrade yourself and you can go to that version 2.0. And so I was like, you know what, if I was able to do this, a lot of other people can too. So that was really the start of uh, this movement of, you know, what's my podcast, Humans 2.0. That's awesome. And I see that you have had some pretty well-known guests like Seth Godin and Gretchen Rubin and Levine James. A lot of our speakers and coaches, they're always trying to find guests of that caliber. How do you go about finding people like that or having them come on your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if, if you have a show uh, that is a value add, uh, can help somebody out, uh, and you've gotten on some of the right people, it doesn't really become that much of a problem. Of course, there's always levels to it, but in terms of just starting out, honestly, what I tell people is, you know, a lot of people are worried about which podcast guests they get on. And so I think at the beginning, it doesn't really matter much. I tell people to start off with like who's already in your network, who are like the 10 most interesting, uh, most influential people that you already know, interview those people, and then really just, you know, work your way up, reach out to people through LinkedIn, reach out to someone if you see they have a really interesting TED talk or they have a book that you've always read. Um, and then when it comes to actually like trying to find a specific person who's hard to get in touch with, I always recommend to, as long as it's done authentically, always to interview their friends and have some sort of context over uh, who they spend their time with when it comes to their everyday life. And uh, get in touch with those people, interview them, uh, see if they've got any projects coming out at that time. If they have a book or some kind of idea or project that they're trying to promote, usually that's the best time to kind of get them. You send them an email with the right 
uh, you know, pieces to it. They're, you know, no, you know, their guests, maybe any kind of credibility. And if it's at the right time, right place, then you can usually uh, get them on as long as it's, you know, again, conducive towards their goals of trying to put something forward and you yourself having a great platform in the first place. Yeah. And it really does help though, like how you branded yourself as a global top 100. So what is that based on? Is that based on a podcast for Apple, iTunes, or how do you get that term as global top 100? Yeah. Um, I remember probably the first time and what is on there was uh, uh, then in 2018, I remember I was just checking the rankings on Apple, Apple's podcast. And um at that time I was really, really hustling my podcast, really trying to get it up there. And, um, you know, there were a few other factors. It's based on the Apple, Apple rankings, what you're saying. Yes. Okay. No, because that's important because for our listeners, frankly, you really do need to have a global brand because like when I, you know, pitched Elon Musk to come to a shelter to interview him, I didn't say, Hey, I have a bunch of kids that want you to inspire. I said, Hey, this is the only homeless youth program that's kind in the world where we invite people like Olympians and Navy SEALs. Again, the higher up you go, they're bluntly speaking, aren't as interested in you or me and unless right. you add value in this, in respect of what they're used to. So the higher, cause I get approached all the time asking me about, Oh, can you introduce me Elon? I'm like, no, can you introduce me? Like, no, cause I don't even know these people. It's not like right. Elon and I have friends. I never say he's a friend. I just say he's a colleague that, or a person that came to volunteer the shelter that I've been involved with. But, but what I'm saying for the listeners, it is possible to get anyone you want in the world, perhaps in time, but it's the best just to find like what you're saying, Mark, about finding their friends or their colleagues. That's mm. the higher probability, but it still helps that you have this, again, global top 100 where people that are higher up in terms of the success and there is a higher lower, not to mean they're higher than us as a human being, right. but there is a respect in terms of the time commitment. Even with me, I get asked all the time to do podcasts and I don't even go because I don't have the time. But for the listeners, just know that what Mark is doing relative to how he shares his brand, best-selling author, he's a global top 100, even just the word global makes a big difference, Amazon Prime, these are all branded words, so it does help though when you do reach out, so I hope you take Mark's example in terms of how he brands himself, because again, without that global brand, the chances of them saying yes is nil, and the chances that the fact that again, he has some of these more high-level contacts, it makes a massive difference. And so hopefully listeners know and use you as an example, Mark. So let's dive into your book now. You talk about screw being shy. So first of all, I want to talk more about when you said you have these social anxieties. Like, What do you mean by that? Define that just in case, because in case the listeners don't know what that means. Yeah, of course. That's a great question. So, you know, there, when it comes to people thinking about this idea in general, uh, this term often gets confused with like being an introvert. And what a lot of people don't know is if you look at the psychology definition of what being an introvert actually means, it just means someone who predominantly like the way that their brain works is they're more focused on the internal world, their thoughts, emotions, feelings, and they gain energy from them. And um, that, you know, that can definitely have some association with being very shy or having social anxiety. But when it comes to social anxiety itself, it's usually not something that is random in the sense of, you know, you can be born as an introvert, you can have, you know, some of your personality may be a little bit shy, but social anxiety is usually, you know, a very specific coping response to usually some sort of childhood trauma where your brain, your nervous system really reacted in a sense because you were in an environment where 
other people judged, mocked you or the fear of that. And so basically, let's say like you go to a party, you see a big crowd, you start getting nervous. I mean, just kind of give us a very specific, specific example. Yeah. So basically what that means is you go through on your entire life thinking in that way of if I speak up, then, you know, all of a sudden you might start to feel your leg start to move rapidly. Your heartbeat starts to beat um, rapidly. Your, the thoughts in your head start to race. You start sweating. And then next thing you know, your head goes, your mind goes blank and you totally forgot uh, what you were going to say. Your nervous system goes into a fight or flight response. So it could be at a party. It could just be trying to talk to some person. It could be someone trying to walk up to you. Um, and so, yeah, the, the big thing with this is that uh, it's totally okay to be an introvert, but there's a lot of people out there who on the outside, they seem like introverts, but the reality is, is they might be sitting alone because not because they're not not because they're antisocial, but because they, they might want to talk to people, but their brain, their nervous system doesn't let them because they are stuck um, in this kind of loop that continues to keep them socially anxious and unable to step past their boundaries and just communicate with people and be their self. Interesting. So we only have about a minute left, but so what's one message do you want to share with our listeners relative to your book and why we should be all screwing being shy. Like what's one message you want to share with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the main thing that I would say is that, um, you know, throughout my life when I was going through this, I always thought that this was some sort of a, a moral or ethical failure of, you know, I can't talk to people because there's something inherently messed up with me. But the moment that I actually realized and found out that social anxiety is a real thing in the world, then it's uh it's a mental health issue and it's like this real scientific phenomenon, then it really went from a moral failure to more or less just being a science project. And so shifting my perspective around that really began to give me the capacity and the bandwidth to begin to take those steps to manage this problem that has been scientifically proven that it's possible to manage and heal and kind of eliminate those fear-based boundaries on your life. That's great, Mark. Thanks so much for sharing that with our audience. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? Yeah, of course. The easiest way is if you just go to my website, myfirstandlastname.com, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll see links to my podcast, social media, my book. Please check it out. Christopher, thank you so much for having me on the Gifters podcast. Really, really appreciate what you're doing and highlighting each person's gift to the world. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day, Mark. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.